You're listening to the Four Sides Podcast. And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends to listen to the Four Sides Podcast, too. Otherwise, Warhorse is going to rule your ass. Welcome to another episode of the Four Sides Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Carter. I'm here with my buddy Noah, as usual. What's up? We should pretty much call him the fifth side by now. Because yes, sir. He's pretty much become a regular part of this. Uh, so today, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of talk about what happened this past Saturday at CCW Inferno, where things sure did heat up. Didn't yes, they, they did. And then we're going to kind of talk about what we got coming up next for CCW. Yep. So let's jump right into it. Opening match of the night was KLD taking on Zay Washington. Good opener. I really enjoyed this match. It had a little bit of... It wasn't no no high flying, but it was a good technical wrestling match. You had KLD doing KLD things, you know, chopping, just using his strength and his mass to shut down the... Offensive side of Zay Washington and Zay Washington bringing a little bit of high flying offense against KLD. Yeah, I'm gonna say that I think a lot of people, included including ourselves, kind of underestimated Zay Washington. Yes, definitely walking into that match as I we said on two episodes ago of Foresight's podcast, I underestimated Zay. Yeah, he um really proved to me that he's gonna be a really big thing in the next few months, maybe even in a year. Yeah, you know, he took a lot of punishment in that match with KLD, too. But he kept on coming back and coming back. And he even countered the infamous KLD leapfrog into the spin kick. Yes, yes, he did. Which, that's probably one of my favorite parts of the match right there. Um, You had the back-and-forth striking contest that the crowd was kind of quiet for that at first. Yeah. And as it went on, you know, the crowd got really, really fired up. So that was also another great part of the match. Uh, I love, uh, anytime KLD goes in the air, he jumped over Zay, you know, that's just a thing of beauty to me. Uh, KLD with those amazing chops. One of the best choppers in the game. I agree. I agree. I'm I'm still sad we didn't get that KLD versus Walter during match. Oh. <laughs> uh, but this opener was good. KLD defeats Zay Washington. And yep. uh, I think this match was everything that an opening match should be. It was, and... um. Only bad thing out of this match is that KLD did get hurt. Yes, hope you get well, KLD, yep. if you're listening. Shout out to you, by the way. Fractured his upper right Luna in his arm. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. Not going to be at the next show, but Kev, rest up. We know you're going to be ready when you get back to keep hitting like a freight train. Um, but it was a great match, you know? Yeah, it was. So uh, up next was also probably... Now, a lot of these matches... No, I'm going to go back. Every match was a good match. It was a great match. It was, I, it it was, was a great a card. Really, it was a great card. It was a good show. great. I think this, and I, I love CCW. It's my home pro wrestling promotion. This is the first card in a while that kept me in gear for every single match. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's been some of those shows that have kind of had... Wishy-washy. Well, okay matches, yeah. but you know, like, I think this, this was like the old CCW that I... That I fell in love with Same. back in the day, like a lot of, a lot of throwback, a lot of getting to keep engaged with it because I'm just so much into it. Uh, speaking of back in the day, uh, Hollis Jarreau versus Brandon Barbwire for the vacant Pure Openweight Championship, and the reason the title was vacant is because Sexy Sarge couldn't make it to this show. Um, yep, he's got the what are they calling it the. The leg issue, the groin issue, whatever it was. Something. Something. Makes him, it does make him the shortest pure openweight champion of all time in yes. CCW history. Yeah, it does. Uh, this match was great. You know, Brandon, you know the pinnacle coming back. Brandon Barbwire hates the pinnacle, or so we thought. So we thought, but we'll get to that. Um, um Hollis always bringing his offense, and he, he, Hollis usually has some dirty tricks. Really didn't have any dirty tricks in this match. Right. He kept kinda, it clean. Him, oh, he likes, yeah. when he fights Brandon, he likes to keep it clean. Yeah. And I think this match was pretty, I couldn't find a single flaw in this match. It no. was overall a very smooth match. Um, They, they revisited some of their spots from the, the past matches that they've had. Yep. Kind of like, 
uh, Brandon being brutal like Brandon does. That was yeah. kind of a throwback to um, when they fought at Cage Chaos, and then Brandon uh, going for Hollis's finisher. Hollis yeah, going the, for Brandon's finisher. Neither of them hit their other finisher. Yeah, on and they've done that in previous matches. So that was that was good to add to the story of yes. the match. Hollis did, however, come out on top in this match. Is your new pure open weight? Champion, I think they're only calling it the Peer Championship now. I'm still calling it the Peer Open oh, Way. Yeah. But, okay. but yeah, gotta give it to Hollis though. I mean, I figured, I figured he would kind of utilize Pinnacle yeah. a little bit, but no, nah, he beat. He told him to go to the back. This mm-hmm. was his shot. But right after the match, Jeff Odell, Billy Hills, the Enforcer, Billy Hills, coming out, cooling down. Brandon was Billy telling him, "You know your role." And then Jeff Odell, who is a genius of CCW, genius in wrestling itself, made Brandon Barbwire, I think, an offer Brandon could not refuse. Yeah, I mean, he's not... He said that Brandon Barbwire's stock has kind of fell since he came back from injury. And, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. I mean, he, he came back and won the tag belts with Joey. And then him and Joey kind of had their thing. He won the pure open weight title. Mm-hmm. But in a like, scramble. In a, in a scramble, yeah. Jeff Odell, uh, Odell had a good point. I love Brandon. I don't think he's won a singles match in a very, very long time. I think the last time, I think the last time he won a singles match by pin. Well, he beat he beat Carlio by disqualification. Cation. But the last time he won a match by pinfall, a singles match, was I think Joey O'Reilly in the cage a year ago. Yeah. So it's been it's been a, been big, a year. It's been a big calendar year for Brandon. And the and offer Jeff Odell gave Brandon. There's only one thing Brandon Barbwire wants in this company: that CCW Heavyweight Championship that was stolen by Jeff Odell back in the day. Little CCW history for you guys. Brandon Barbar becomes champion at the first Super Show in a fatal four way. It was Hollis Jarrell, Colt Cabana, Brandon Barbar, and who was the fourth man? Because I was not at the show. It was Austin Lane. Austin Lane. Love you, Austin. We if miss you're listening, you. We, we miss you, my miss friend. We miss you a whole lot, Austin. Um, great match. I've rewatched this match. At the end, you know, Brandon looking at Jeff. And then as he was going, I think he was going to hand the belt to use it. Gives it to Hollis Jarrell. Hollis hits Brandon. Was that the finish? That was the finish. Now, and you may have missed this before, but what started their animosity was actually... Uh, so, Brandon had a title defense against, at the time, Broken Matt Hardy. Delete! And uh, Brandon wanted to finish the match and beat Matt Hardy, but Jeff Odell kind of kept him outside the ring. So, Brandon uh, got counted out and... Matt won, and Brandon felt like Jeff stole his opportunity. Fair. So that's kind of what started the animosity between them. And Jeff Osdell's reasoning for turning on Brandon because he was too hard to work with. Yes. But Jeff Odell knows opportunity when he sees one. He gave Brandon, he said, hey, you come back home, you come to the pinnacle, and I'm going to give you what you want, a shot at the CCW Heavyweight Championship, and Jeff Odell, our GM, is a very, very fast man, holds to his favors. I know we're going to get into this later, but does give Brandon what he wants at the next show. We're going to get into that more later, though. But when you're in Brandon's position, it's like, again, you've won the tag titles, you've won the pure open weight title, but... Is he our first ever Grand Slam? No, that would be Hollis. He, yes. Uh, Brandon would be our second, I believe. Yep. But it's like... If you're Brandon, you're thinking, is this where is this where I want to be? Yeah. Is this really where I want to be? And at? Brandon, I think you're going to listen, and I hope you are. Watch your back. I know you're a very smart man. Remember what they did to you, okay? That's well, I think, I think Brandon knows what he's getting himself into. I think so. And he, he, know, he knows to have eyes in the back of his head because... Like Jeff Odell says, he's a, he's a snake. He is. And, like, Brandon's been betrayed by him before, so... I think I think Brandon just realizes that him joining Pinnacle right now is going to be the best thing for his career at that, the moment. And it keeps him safe from getting jumped by the Pinnacle. It which does. Which they love to do. It does. And, and you got to think about this. Once Brandon gets what he wants, 
Brandon may be like, hey, do I stay in the pinnacle or I have what I want? And is also, this, if it, he gets the gold, that kind of gets him, makes him a higher rank in the pinnacle. It does. He's the man going to be calling the shots maybe over a Hollister row. He could take over the pinnacle. You never know. But, you know, that's that's going to be a story for another day. Uh, back to the... Back to that match itself, just a final comment from me. Uh, Brandon and Hollis are probably two of the biggest rivals in CCW, but I think at the end of the day, when it comes to their, their in-ring ability, they have a tremendous amount of respect for oh, each other. Yeah. I believe that. So the next match we had was a big six-man tag team match. It was the Mega Bros oh, yeah. of Chris Slammer and Dalton Anthony. And the realist Calvin Aldridge. Shout out on. to the Dalton section. Yes, yes. They took on Casey's finest of Aaron Clay and Leo D and the Infinite. And let's say we were right. We were right. We were right about the whole Casey's finest Inf- Infinite. Yeah, we were right. We Infinite. said they weren't going to work together well, and they did not. No, they did not. Infinite was just not in the mood to be a team, team player that day. He wanted to do everything by himself, and he didn't want Casey. I really him. liked how the realist Calvin and the Mega Brothers worked so well together. Cal- they Calvin did. is such an underrated superstar in CCW. Oh, absolutely! Like he's coming in, he's putting in his work. I mean, he still got some way to go. He's got a way to go, but this kid's gonna do amazing. I mean, things. I mean, he's got so much to learn, and he's already good. That and he could be one of the very few men of CCW. He pinned Jackson Crowley. He sure did. Uh, we'll get into we'll get into somebody else that did that later. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dalton section it got really over. Didn't it? Yes, it did. Oh, uh, I might have to make that a regular thing. That was over like blockbuster in the nineties, dude. Yeah. Uh, so for the finish, uh, Slammer hit a big body slam on Infinite, and he hit that big leg drop. Uh, thing of beauty, Slammer. Thing of beauty, Slammer. And Noah and I stood up, and we were like, "We did it! We did it!" Uh, Noah, I, and uh, Miss Micah were celebrating. Shout out to Micah. Yeah, yeah. She cool. won't be back, I think, till November. She's gonna go train at Black and Brave Seth Rollins' school. That's a that's a good move, Micah. If you're yeah. listening, uh. Other stars like uh like Manders and I'm sure there's a big list. Of, there's a big list. There's a big train- list. A lot of people have gone through that training program and have been very successful. I'm very so. excited to see her do her own singles run, maybe yeah. win the CCW Women's Championship. That would be great. Give a new life to that division. You know, it's been a little lacking, but we have yeah. Mel now, and it's getting back to its former glory. Well, the thing the thing about the women's division in indie. In indie, indie wrestling itself. It's it's hard to get women, you know. That, and I hate this about crowds. The crowds are really not into it when some of these women are better than some of these men that are doing it. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta get the right ones. Uh, Trent Daniels is gonna be mad, but screw Trent Daniels. Screw Trent Daniels. Hashtag screw Trent Daniels. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, We're gonna get to that later. Favorite moment of that match, uh, I had no idea he was capable of doing this. Uh, Infinite hits a big oh. tope suicida. Tope suicida! Mamma mia. And, Mamma uh, mia. Shout I out think, to Moral Ranello. Yeah, I honestly think that moment deserved a bigger pop than it got. Yeah, but I did not think the Infinite, as being a buff as a guy, he, he got air. I thought he was gonna do one of those things where he's Fake like, out. Like a fake out, like nah, like, psych. I don't have to die to get over. <laughs> that's a he M- did it. That's, a, that's a MJF thing, by the way. That's kind of a pre AEW. MJF, yeah. MJF. Mm. Well, yeah, that was a great match. It really was. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, next match was Mike Outlaw versus Joey O'Reilly. Uh, not a lot for me to say. A very good match between, in my opinion, two of the Midwest's most underrated talents. That uh. Shout out to my outlaw. Your theme song, one of my favorite songs of all time. Up in this, up in this, y'all gonna make me. Um, something, something, something. I don't know. It, it was a really good match. I enjoyed it. You know, I think it was an underrated match of the night. Uh, let's, so, Mike Outlaw hitting his finisher, getting the dub, was going to the back. Then, the pinnacle. Rushing out, beating the absolute crap out of Joey O'Reilly. Like I said, they love to jump people. And didn't Pinnacle come out before that? I think. I I, I think what happened. It's been a while. Uh, I've had a. We both had long weeks. Long so, weeks. So uh, I think what happened was Pinnacle kind of came out and distracted Joey, and yep. 
That's Mike, what was... Mike got the roll-up pin on that. Yeah. I don't blame him for that at all because, you know, a win is yeah, a Yeah, and then Mike was getting out of there. Mike was heading out. Uh, Brandon Barbwire was going to hit Joey with the Joey's trademark Lucky Charms. And then Mike Outlaw come back with a steel chair getting in. And Joey O'Reilly hitting the Lucky Charms on Brandon Barbwire. That was pro- that's probably the best Lucky Charms spot we've had yet. Here's my thing. Whenever I get new shoes, Joey O'Reilly loves to do the Lucky Charms spot. <laughs> hey, Joey, shout out to you. Now I will forever have Lucky Charms on the bottom of my new shoes. Thank you, my friend. You know, uh, I went to Staples and got the Dalton section signs, and one of those marshmallows actually landed in the paper bag that I had. <laughs> so I was like, mm, I'm going to eat this. But no, uh, I learned my lesson not to eat Lucky Charms off the floor because uh, at Charleston oh, one God. time, uh, I think this was when Ray Fury came to Charleston. Yep. Uh, shout out to Ray Fury. Uh, they, I guess they bleached the floor. They bleached the floor. Because I ate those and it's like, like I don't know what bleach tastes like, obviously, but like if bleach tasted how bleach smelled, that's what, it, that's what my Hell mouth no. tasted like. And it's like, my throat was getting really sore, and it was like, I, 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 I'm not doing that again. I'm not eating Lucky Charms off the floor ever again. But sadly, uh, sadly, we're not going to see Joey and Mike next month. Nope. They've got some prior engagements. But they do. Hopefully, we'll see them back soon and see what they've got in store. Maybe a tag team, or you never know with them. Maybe a certain black and gold group. Ooh, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> Uh, after intermission, we had the women's champion Mel teaming up with Lil Bit to take on Trent Daniels and J.J. Walker. Hashtag trending bad. Hashtag screw Trent, Trent Daniels. J.J., if you're listening, we gave you good advice. Stay away from Trent Daniels, my friend. Well, I'm not going to, at this point, I'm not going to say stay away from him. I'm just going to say be careful be with careful. him. Yeah. Oh, Trent Hey, I was nice enough to give you some high-quality sensu beans, and you threw them back in my face. Yeah. Revenge is coming, my friend. It sure Revenge is. Revenge yeah, is rem- on the mountaintop. I'm going to remember that. Uh, can't even rip a sign properly, either. Yeah. You took, like, a little uh, little chip out of the side of it. But anyways, uh, at the beginning of the match, uh, Trent offered to lay down for Mel and basically give her the pinfall win. If Mel gave him a kiss on the lips. Mm-hmm. And Mel played along with this and said, I'll do it on one condition. You have to close, close your eyes. eyes. So Trent closed his eyes and he was getting ready. He, and he then ready Mel being Mel, she smacked that boy. <laughs> Hashtag smack a bitch up. Hashtag smack, smack a, a Trent, Trent up. up. And don't forget, hashtag screw Trent Daniels. Uh, so that's what we're going to go with from now on, yeah. by the way. Screw Trent Daniels. You know, uh, the history of Trent Daniels on the Foresights podcast. Yeah, I don't know what his, like, I get that I may have asked him some questions that kind of got under his skin. But okay. like, to have the nerve to come and interrupt my podcast yeah. with Jake, that was... J- that was JJ's opportunity uh, yeah. to just hang and talk on a podcast, and Trent Daniels trying to take JJ's glory from him. Uh, and I wasn't even—I wasn't even saying that JJ shouldn't hang around Trent. I was saying that he should be careful. Be careful, Trent. because Trent Daniels is—if you've listened and you know go to CCW, you know how Trent Daniels is. Yeah, yeah, and it's like JJ's a talented kid. Now I hold nothing against him. For, no. Having to leave because Trent no. Daniels dragged him, physically dragged physically him out. Physically dragged him out of there. Yeah. Duh. I mean, but anyways, like, during the match, uh, JJ actually, he actually kind of held his own in that match, honestly. Like, uh, Trent got his ass kicked, but yeah. JJ held his own. JJ held his own. JJ can always hold his own. Oh, yeah. Not saying the same for Trent Daniels, you know, always getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Um, But JJ... Great wrestler. I'm excited. I really, really hope one day I can call JJ the CCW Heavyweight Champion of the World. Yes, that would be nice. Oh, my favorite part of the match, by the way, is when Trent got slapped. Yep, I enjoyed it. Yeah, Mel and Lil Bit got the win. Yep. 
Uh, I'm thinking this may be kind of the end of Trent going after the women's championship. I think so, too. But, yeah, another thing we'll get to. Uh, JJ, you did great, but uh, this time it wasn't enough. Yep. But, you know, not every night can be your night, man. That's true. Just hang in there, right? Hang in there. Uh, it was supposed to be dangerous and delicious, but it was just Justin Smart taking on the King. Justin, sport. the juice, Smart. He is nutritious, he's delicious, and he tastes great. Justin Smart being the one-man band for the night against the King's Court of Gage Robertson and Addison Kane. Yeah. Coming out there to reclaim their gold that they lost. They weren't even pinned for it. Yeah. The match was great. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't really expect Justin to hold his own out there like he did. Like Same. I mean, King's Court is probably one of the... Were one of the best tag teams going in the Midwest, and... I mean, King's Court was there to take care of business. Like, they didn't care if Donnie was there or not. Yep. Like, they were there to do a job and get their tag belts back. But then... But then we had some stuff happen. Um, I thought this was kind of going to be a situation uh, with kind of like Mankind versus the New Age Outlaws from SummerSlam 98 when Kane refused to tag with Mankind. Mm-hmm. Well, my Kane tombstoning Mankind oh, afterwards, yeah. but... Anyways, uh, what happened was Justin actually held his own, and despite the controversial things that happened at the end, he got the win. What happened? Uh, Addison just basically bailed. Bailed. He left. He left Gage out there to fend for himself, and I mean, I'm I call it like it is, man. Uh, may have joined the pinnacle. I I think so. The enforcer, Billy Hills, came out to do what Billy Hills does, cause havoc. And he did. And the Kings Court is no longer a tag team. Yeah. Uh, They're going to go their separate ways. We're going to get into a little more of... Yeah. I I think he's calling himself Aaron Roberts now. Yeah, he is now Aaron Roberts. The The problem problem child. child. We're going to get more into that later, but... Yeah, I I don't know if Addison is in Pinnacle for sure, but what I do know for sure is that the King's Court is no more. That's the truth. And your main event was the Crowleys taking on Logan Stunt and Walker Hayes. Uh, it was. I loved this match. You had the high flying, the kicking offense of Logan Stunt with the big man making his CCW debut. Finally, 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 I got to see Walker Hayes, Walker and I'm Hayes. in love with Walker Hayes. Walker He's Hayes a, was impressive, very much so. But then you have fan favorites, the Crowleys. You know they bring their own offensive style. This is one of those matches where, like, I, I, I'm split. Same. Um, great match. Uh, shout out to Otis, Otis Crowley. Love the mask that he wrestles in now. You know. Yes. Was doing good. He has amazing T-shirts. If you're at a CCW show or any other show he goes to, pick up a shirt, guys. Absolutely. Um. Jackson Crowley has shirts. Jackson also. Crowley does have shirts as well. Yeah. If you don't want to get them at CCW show, I'll. Uh, uh, hit him up on Facebook. He'll give you the link for his yeah. T Republic. T Public, yeah. T Public, yeah. It's T actually Public. it's actually the same site I sell my stuff on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match was great, like you said. Uh, they kind of told, in my eyes, they kind of told the story of like Logan being the obviously smaller guy. Oh yeah, and utilizing Walker Hayes for strength, but at the same time, they kind of showed what Logan. Can, can do. actually do in the ring. and Here's my thing. When Walker Hayes got tagged in, you know, usually big guys are slow. Walker Hayes was running like a mat truck at the crowd. Oh, yeah. He, like, you don't really see Jackson Crowley get manhandled, but Walker Hayes was throwing Jackson Crowley around like a ragdoll in that ring. I don't like to make comparisons, but uh, from Logan Stunt and Walker Hayes, I see a lot of Shawn Michaels and Diesel in that. Fair. I do. Uh I don't know what it is, man. I'm starting to see a little bit of Shawn Michaels and Logan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for another day. Sorry for another maybe, day. Maybe a, maybe a, a Four Sides and Big Lee's World 2 episode or well, something. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to you, Lee. But Lo- I think Logan really showed that he's a, he could be a threat to the CCW Championship. He's really a threat. And I, I think people... And I'm going to say this, and I hate this. People... 
still put him in the shadow of Marco Stunt. I know. Logan Stunt is the superior stunt. He's the stunt that's going to run CCW more than Marco ran it. And no offense to Marco, Logan's not going to leave. You know what, Noah? I second that. Uh, Walker Hayes, impressive big dude. I don't think we've seen everything from him yet, though, oh, you know? no. So, there's a lot more to see of Walker Hayes. Um, this was a... Keep your eyes on him. This was a high-action match. Uh, who was the official for that match? I believe it was uh, our, own, our own favorite CCW referee, no offense, Jerry, but... Yeah. Lane Austin. Lane Austin. Senior official. Senior official. Lane Austin, I think, was occupied or even went down. Jerry, you're my favorite TIWF referee. Shout out to Jerry. Who yeah. was that was his birthday? It was his birthday, yes. And I don't know, I don't I can't remember the end, but I think Lane was either down or distracted, and then a somebody in a pig mask. Rolls in, looks at Jackson Crowley, and it's no other than the Cash Championship Wrestling, self-proclaimed by himself, Cash Borden. Sorry, that's hacking Jackson Crowley. Jackson Crowley getting a little bit of an offense in, but as you know, Logan Stunt was in there. They beat him up. They put him sort of in the middle of the ring. Jackson was wobbly, flips off Logan, and flips off Cash at the same time. I don't know what Logan calls that spinning pill kick. That thing of beat. It's just a roundhouse. It's roundhouse. Like a roundhouse kick, black mask kind of kick. Like Hits that. that on Jackson Crowley with a one, two, three. And you know what? Since you say that, um, I'm not. I'm certainly not against Marco, but like Logan did something that Marco was never able to do here. That's my CCW. thing. I love. I love you, Marco. That's the one thing you didn't do. You could not beat Jackson Crowley. And yes, you could say he had help from Cash Borden, but Logan still pinned him. Yeah, and for those that say, uh, well, Marco won the CCW title and Jackson Crowley was in that, well, uh, that was an elimination match. It was an elimination. Uh, Flip, Flip Gordon pinned Flip Jackson Gordon Crowley. ended Jackson Crowley's night that night. And Marco rolled Flip, Flip after that. Yep. And won. So... I don't know. I think Logan's just got a lot to prove. He's got a lot of potential. He's got a lot of fire behind him. He's got a lot of vengeance in his head. This is what makes Logan better than Marco Stunt right now. I He has that fire. He has vengeance, and he wants revenge. I, I mean, I agree. I do. I really do. I think you know, I think Logan's got a little more of a... Okay, let's, let, let's take a little trip down memory lane. Logan, I mean, Marco Stunt's run with CCW... He did really great. Yeah. Nothing really tipped Marco sent over to piss him off. Right. Marco just kind of naturally, naturally got over with the crowd. But Logan... Logan Logan was pissed that Marco always, you know, always it was, got it, it was always about Marco. It was always about Marco. To him. And at Super Show, finally. He snapped. Finally, he snapped. Yep. And that's where I see the Shawn Michaels... And Logan stunt. He's got that fire. He's 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 ready. He wants vengeance. He's got himself a a diesel, like you said, and yeah. Walker Hayes. But they have a third man now. They have Cash Borden. Yeah, how's that gonna? Is that gonna be a new thing? And as you guys know, I I, I don't know if anybody, if you guys have never seen Cash wrestle in a death match and a fight under the ground, he's gonna be in a tag match that night. It could get hardcore. Yeah, I don't think it'd be a death match, but it'd definitely be hardcore. Yeah, Cash Borden, death match, hardcore. Anywhere that he's not in uh, Missouri, and he Illinois, can get... Il- like we said, Illinois is Cash Borden country. It is Cash Borden country. Um, Cash, um, I'm glad you're going to be back to the next show. Um, can we have the belt back? I mean, I, I, I love you, Cash. I want the belt back. I mean, he, I, he did bring the belt he, with he him. He did, he did, he did. I've said it for four episodes. He kind of defaced the title. I'm a wee bit mad. Well, maybe it's time for a new title. Maybe it is time for a new title. It kind of pains me to say that because that CCW with that white stripe and that red lettering is so beautiful. But maybe up on the horizon, there is a new title. Well, a new design for the title, at least. Um, You know, Cash... As we're going to get into here in a 
few minutes, actually. Oh, yeah. Cash Borden has plans. He's calling it the Cash Championship title. The Cash Championship Wrestling Championship. Championship. That's a mouthful. Uh, sure is. The CCWC. <laughs> the CCWC. CCWC. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Inferno was a great show. Great it show. Um, reminded me of reminded me of the kind of the good old, old days. The good like old days of CCW. We can pull a redneck yee yee term. The good old days. Yee yee. Um. Do we get into? I think we do. We up okay. next. We've got on uh, Saturday, September twenty sixth at the AC yeah. Brazia Arena, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Doors open at six. A PM, not AM. Six PM. If they open at six AM, I am, I am to- I'm, I'm just out of it that entire day. Yep. Bell time seven PM. Imagine how late we would. Imagine oh. like showing up at the arena at like one in the morning to set up the ring. God. Or Tickets like- <laughs> at KateWrestling.com. They go on sale at five PM tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Um, best of the best. Best of the best. Too late to go back now. Is that what it says? I don't. Uh, I yeah, don't. Uh, two. There's no turning back. Now. There's no turning back now. Yep. Uh, opening match is gonna be Chris Slammer of the Mega Brothers taking on the Infinite. Who do you got and why? Big Caleb? Slammer getting that singles match. I am so happy, man. Me too. I actually, I actually kind of. You kind of set this match up. I pulled for this match on. If you follow me on my personal Facebook, I pulled for this, and uh, I think after Inferno, I think Slammer deserves. Deserves a singles match to, I mean, I he's the Mega Brothers. Mega Brothers. They're, they're a cool tag team and stuff, but uh-huh. I mean, I think Slammer deserves an opportunity to show what Slammer can do. Yep, and I think Slammer's gonna show. Slammer's already pinned Infinite once. He's gonna pin him twice. I got my boy Chris Slammer. Also, a plug for Slammer. If you guys don't have a, if you're tired of wearing these like paper masks or whatever, like these surgical masks. Chris Slammer for $10 has nice black embroidered mask with his last name Slammer on it. Very good. I've seen them. They Reusable, are nice. washable. I may have to pick one of them up myself. They're very good. Who's your prediction? Infinite or Slammer? You know, I think it's going to be a really good match Me no too. matter what. But uh, just kind of. And I, I know I said Slammer deserves an opportunity to show what he can do in a singles match. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be the time or not. Like, if you want to, if you want to get technical about it, like, I meant to say this earlier during the recap, but that was actually, to my knowledge, uh, Slammer's first pinfall victory in CCW. Because, uh, well, his third overall victory, first victory he had was a tag team match with Leo D where Leo got the pin. Yep. A uh, second victory was DQ win over Mr. 100. And the third win was at Inferno. Uh, can he keep the streak going, though? I don't I know. know. It, it's tough. I don't... I don't want to bet against Slammer, but, I mean... We were talking about Logan Stunt's anger. I think Infinite Scott... Kind of some... He, he was embarrassed at Inferno. Oh, yeah. And he's got... He's got that mindset to come back, and he's coming for vengeance. So, I think Slammer's going to have a great showing, but I think in the end... You're going to give it to Infinite? I'm going to give it to the Infinite, because I think he's got the mindset to to be Slammer, you know? Next match, for the CCW Tag Team Champions of the World, we got the champions, Dangerous and Delicious of Justin the Juice Smart, and Dangerous Donnie Six, taking on the team... Of the bad, bad panda, J.J. Walker. Hey, you forgot it the first time, too. I did. It's the first time in a while. I forgot it. So did you, Caleb. Hey, you forgot it, too. I forgot to remind we you. Forgot. I'm sorry. Hey, we were so worked up over we Trent are. interrupting uh, our podcast. We kinda... Speaking <sighs> of Trent, he's also one half of Trending Bad with J.J. Walker. Yeah. And this Hashtag is kinda... screw Trent Daniels. Yeah, this is kind of why, we were... why we were saying they may... That Trent may... Have given up on going after the women's title. Oh. You may have actually given them the idea to go after the tag Yeah, belts. I did. I told them. Yeah. I said, uh, you know, I don't like Trent Daniels, but they got that the evil, conniving, dirty style of wrestling, and it may work. But here's the thing. 
Justin the Juice Smart is, no pun intended, very smart. Yeah. He's been on both sides. He's been a good guy. He's been a bad guy. He understands how... He understands working... He understands how the, the tag team psychology works. And I think, just because of that, I have to give it to my boys, D&D. Me too. I'm going to go with Dangerous and Delicious. Not because I hate Trent's freaking guts, but... Just I would because. love to see J.J. Walker champion in CCW. I, absolutely I just would do too. not think tonight, that night is the night. I don't think so either. I don't think him being a champion with Trent is his mm-hmm. thing either. Yep. Maybe Pure Openweight Champion Maybe. eventually. Speaking oh, CCW Heavyweight Champion. Speaking of the Pure Openweight Championship, that's the next match on the card. We have the champion, my boy, Hollis Giroux, taking on the problem child, Aaron Roberts. This is his first singles match after it the is. breakup of Kings Court. Aaron has got a lot to prove as a singles competitor. Hollis Giroux with Pinnacle now, as we saw last month at Inferno, will... Hollis be like, go to the back, Pinnacle, this is my time. I think he's gonna. Hollis yep. doesn't need the Pinnacle. Hollis, Hollis, Hollis kinda, doesn't need the Pinnacle. Hollis has kind of seemed like more of an honorable guy yeah. since the whole thing. I'm gonna make pinnacle this statement. The Pinnacle needs Hollis to row. Wow. That's a bold, I, that's a bold that statement. That's a bold there. statement, but the Pinnacle does need Hollis to row. I, I agree. I mean, Hollis is money, man. Hollis is money. He, and. Hardest working guy in CCW probably shows up yep. at just about every show. He's reliable. He's dependable. And I think that reason, and I think Aaron is going to have the wrong things on his mind. He's going to want revenge on Addison. He's going to screw up. He's going to get got. And Hollis Giroux still pure open weight championship at the end of the night. Yeah, I was going to say for like Aaron's got a lot. Go in you know, on his mind going into this match, kind of yep. like I got a lot on my mind because I can't talk. <laughs> but he has a lot of. Now he said earlier that he doesn't have beef with Hollis, but it's like going into this match, you have to have beef with the Pinnacle because, yeah. like, they took your tag team partner, man. Like, don't be afraid to let that anger just. Get, Aaron, get mad! Aaron, if you're I don't want your damn lemons! What am I supposed to do with these? God. Demand to see life's manager! Make life rule the day and die to give Cave Johnson lemons! Do you know who I am? Okay, I'm gonna stop that now. Poor um, reference if you didn't know. Aaron, you've gotta use that anger for good, but I don't think he's gonna. Yeah, I mean, I think he's got a lot on his mind right now. He's out to get revenge, mm-hmm. but. I think that's going to get the better of him, and I'm going to go with Hollis retaining the belt. In the next match, this is a candidate for match of the year, even before this match has happened. A last man standing match against the CCWC champion, Cash Borden, taking on Otis Crowley. Ooh. Last man standing match. You know, Both these, of these, these men. Guys, these guys have been fighting cool. since late last late year. Last year. They've almost been fighting for a year now, yeah. minus the pandemic that we didn't have to have shows. Yeah. But like, I think, for one, this is going to be their final bout. It, Two. That's the thing with me. Like, every time they fight, it's it's like, this is going to be the fight. end. And then, no, it's, no, it's something else. You know, but these guys are good. Uh, Cash Warden, as we talked earlier, Cash likes to use his weapons. Yeah, he does. Chairs. Can, hat-torn can sodas. Paper cuts, by God. Caleb, if you want to reminisce with me, when he fought Red Daniels, he used his own 8x10s to cut into Red Daniels' hand. He did. This was uh, this was Stride Pro Wrestling in uh, Centralia, Illinois last year. Uh, they did my boy Cash dirty at that show. Yeah. Uh, Noah's also got some other dirty memories of Centralia. Oh, uh, fuck sto- that place. Story for another day. day. Story for another day. Uh, uh who do you got and why? Uh, Cash. I got the CCWC the... champion, Cash Borden. Cash for the... Re- like, oh, this is a hard-hitting dude, but I don't know if he's got that hardcore experience. I think he does. Man, that a last man standing match required. But Cash is very, very... No offense, Cash, you're dirty when you fight hardcore, and that's what's good about you. I think that's what's going to push him. That is what pushes Cash Borden over the edge. And plus, you gotta think, he's got Logan Stunt and Walker Hayes. Hayes in his corner. 
And if you're Otis Crowley, for one, you do not you don't want to call in your brother who's in the main event that night. You don't want to have the chance of your brother getting hurt. Yeah, Jackson's, Jackson's already preoccupied. Yep. Um, the next match is going to be a seven-man Proving Ground match. Uh, nobody has been really announced for this match yet. Yeah, uh, It's going to be sort of a Glory Pro scramble, if you've ever been up to Glory yeah, Pro it's Wrestling. Just, it's just going to be kind of some of the... Some of the younger guys getting a chance to show what they can do. Uh, I think uh, Dalton Anthony's going to be in the match. I think My boy Dalton Anthony. I we will be bringing back to the Dalton section absolutely. for damn sure. Uh, I think I think Casey's Finest is supposed to be in there. Zay Washington. Washington. Uh, Calvin Aldridge is going to be in there. And I think two new uh, never-before-seen CCW. I believe so. So, yeah, uh, stay tuned for that. There may be yep. more to come about that, but uh, expect the Proving Grounds match. Uh, and then Mel issues a women's title open challenge. This could be anybody in the world, guys. I'll tell you who it's not going to be. Rain Victoria. Rain Victoria. I'm so sad. My queen, please come to CCW sometime. Yes. Um, so I can bow to you once again. I, She's got a Missouri license, too. Who would you she, like? Or she wouldn't be doing Dynamo Wrestling. Who would you like to see issue the open challenge? Oh, well, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, like, there's a little bit. That would be the obvious one, but like I feel like maybe there could be a surprise. Like there could be somebody from the past. Like I don't know. Maybe Sarah Summers will come out of retirement and answer the challenge. Maybe her, her and Melanie have kind of a past together too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nikki Lane even. Nikki Lane could come out of. I don't. I think she's semi-retired, but she's semi-retired. Uh, you could see some of the older. Uh, some of the, I don't want to say older, but some of the past females of CCW come mm-hmm. back. Like, Cassandra Golden could come back. Uh, Shay Sheen never got her rematch for the yep. title. You could see her come back, maybe. Uh, who knows? Maybe Savannah Stone will make a fly from California. And don't give me that hope, Kayla. Uh, I know. That's, that's, that's going to be a probably not on that, but. That's, that's my, I love Savannah Stone. I would love to see her wrestle again here in Missouri. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, I know she does TIWF, but she was supposed to come to CCW one time. Uh, Autumn Marie. Autumn Marie. Not really familiar with her, but I'd like to see what she could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, maybe I was wrong about Trent and JJ not going after the women's title again. Maybe uh, maybe Trent or JJ will pull double duty that night and challenge Mel. Um, but you never know. And it's kind of hard to make a prediction on who's going to win off this match because, like... You just never know who's gonna, you never know who's gonna answer the challenge. And then next is gonna be AEW star and CCW original Marco Stunt addressing the attack on him at Super Shell and Walker Hayes. If you're Marco Stunt, you're coming into your home, but your brother knocked you out in front of your people, the fans that skyrocketed you to the top of the wrestling world. Um, but if you're Marco Stunt, you're thinking. What do I gotta do? What do I gotta say? Uh, this is I I know this is probably not gonna happen. What if he brings his friends from AEW? Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Yeah. We could get a jungle. We could get a Jurassic Express. Is what they're calling themselves. Jurassic Express. Express. Yes. yes. Versus Cash Borden, Logan Stunt, and Walker Hayes. Marco's got a lot of friends since he's become big. He does. Like he's got uh. He could bring Joey Janela. He could bring some of his. Uh, he could bring some of his GCWs. Ooh. Like maybe maybe Blake Christian could come back. Invisible Stan. <laughs> the Invisible Man. The Invisible Man. Stan. Invisible Stan. Yeah. Uh, this one's kind of. This one's kind of up in the air. I I I would imagine that Marco's going to be coming back to. Get some answers, you know. Uh huh. Get some answers as to why Logan did. What he did. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, we know why he did what he did. But, does Marco know yet? Did he get get to watch the video that Logan and Walker Hayes put out? Awesome video. Awesome promo. Awesome talk that those two did in that video. I mean, AEW keeps you pretty busy, so I don't know if you'd be able to watch that video or not. But, you know... We'll find out what happens with old Marco Stunt and And old Logan Hayes. Logan Hayes. Logan Hayes. What if he calls himself that and just rena- completely renounces the, the stunt name? And then the main event of the evening. Jeff O'Dell promised Brandon Barbwire a shot at the CCWE Championship. And he delivered on that promise. 
It's going to be Brandon Barbwire taking on the only three-time champion of the CC... uh, uh, Only three-time CCW heavyweight champion, Jackson Crowley. Now, for one, will Jackson even have a belt to present that night? Cash. The belt. Two, Brandon Barbwire finally gets back to where he wants to. Here's my thing. If you're Brandon... You ain't going to let anything in your head. But if you lose, this t- you're, you're done. You're off. You If you lose this title shot, when are you going to get the next one? And it adds to his singles losing streak. I think that's something that's going to fuel Brandon going into this match. Yeah. Um, if you were at Red Devil's Revenge 4, you missed the first time that Jackson and Brandon fought each other. It was... It was a good match. Uh, Brandon was in front of him, in front of his hometown, but uh, th- this is gonna be this is gonna be a little different. Jackson Crowley actually took the dub that night. Yeah, he did. Uh, maybe that's eating. Maybe that's eating Brandon up a that's little bit. That's gonna eat Brandon. That's gonna eat Brandon up a little bit. You losing in front of your hometown crowd. Yeah. I mean, Brandon was happy that night, but this yeah. is this is gonna be. Uh, this is a different Brandon this from is, that night. This is the Missouri's most malicious. Brandon Barbwire. I, I would say about. that, but I think this is a totally new set of Brandon that we haven't even seen. Brandon is an all-time low. Brandon, he wants that belt. You know, when you're when you're a man with nothing to lose, they say that's the most dangerous man. To quote, and Har- that, that's what Brandon Barbwire is right now. To quote Harvey Dent, you know, you either you either die a hero or long live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And I think the hero side of Brandon Barbwire has gone away, and he's a villain. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, he's very cunning. He's very conniving. Which I don't think Brandon was ever, quote-unquote, a hero. hero. I think he was more of more of an anti-hero, hero. if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, so Brandon's always been one of those this guys. This is, I think... The hardest match for me to ever predict. Yeah, Brandon's been one of those guys, though. Like I love Brandon. I love Jackson Crowley. I, I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't care if you like him or you don't like him. He's gonna do what he does. He doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care if the crowds get with him or against him. He's gonna do what he wants to do. He's gonna do what he thinks is best for the Brandon Barbwire brand. Yep. And I think, man, what's with these one month reigns for Jackson Crowley? Um, I think Brandon Barbwire takes the belt. You think Brandon takes I, the belt? You know, if you're a man with nothing to lose and you've got something to skyrocket you back to the top, you're going to do everything and anything. And I'm going to do a little book in here myself. I think the pinnacle comes out, distracts the ref, we get a low blow, and Brandon's going to hit his finisher. One, two, three. The Pinnacle's going to do what they do best, and they're going to jump Jackson Crowley for the end of the match. Hmm. I think I think something like that's going to happen, but I don't think the Pinnacle's going to get involved. I think what's going to happen is Cash, or Logan, and Walker got a point. are going to get involved. And I think that is going to be how Brandon wins the title. Get a point. And that's going to continue Jackson. Versus cash, kind of. And here's my thing. Once Brandon wins the belt, it puts him in a little more of a better position in the pinnacle. Right now, he's... Yeah, it does. He's, I guess, low class, and the pinnacle doesn't got a belt, doesn't have the enforcer role of Billy Hills. But when you have that CCW Heavyweight Championship, that gold, the most prestigious title in this company, for one, it puts a target on your back. Two, you can run the shots. You call the shots. And, and, who's the CCW general manager? Jeff O'Dell. He gets to call his shots. He gets to make his own matches. Mm -hmm. It could be a really easy reign for Brandon. He could pick his opponents. Yeah. Brandon Barbwire is probably one of the most brilliant wrestlers. He's in a very, very good spot right now. All he's got to do is win. Yeah. If he wins, if he wins clean, he wins the belt. I mean, he doesn't have to win clean. He just can't get disqualified. Right, or counted out. Counted out, or pinned or submitted. If he wins this match and wins the title, he'll be in the best spot of any CCW wrestler at any time in the company's four years. Indeed, and I think that's a great spot to end this off at. 
Yes. So again, if you wanna, if you want to, you should get your ticket tomorrow night at five p.m. at capewrestling.com to go see CCW presents best of the best on Saturday. I almost said Sunday. Saturday, September twenty-sixth. Bell time. Uh, doors open. 6 p.m. Bell time, 7 p.m. Yes, and uh, I am assuming the masks will still be required. Oh, so definitely. I don't think that's going to work. Wear your mask, yeah, people. Please, please, please do. I mean, I know it's not everybody's... It's not my favorite thing It's not everybody's do. favorite. But if we just all wear a damn mask, this thing could be gone. Right. We don't want to get the show shut down. We don't no, wanna, we don't. We don't want to get anybody sick or nothing. So, yes. If you do come to the show, please be respectful and wear yep. a mask. Uh there's actually a policy about that on CCW's Facebook page. You don't follow it, you're getting kicked out. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And um, but, uh, I, I, the CCW uh, promoters and guys, please really enforce that rule. Thank you. I think I do want to say uh, I do, I want to thank them and thank everybody that oh, yeah. did follow the guidelines. Yeah, thank, thanks to everybody Saturday. who followed the guidelines. Uh, thanks was, to Cape Team Wrestling for putting on one hell of a show. Yeah, nobody really, nobody really. Like, there are a few people that kind of had their mask kind of low, like their mm-hmm. nose not covered, but they were just told to do it, and they did it. Everybody cooperated, you know? Them. And whenever, when everybody cooperates, we have a good time. We do. So, anyways, uh, thanks for joining us today for an episode of Fourth Side. I uh, hope you learned a lot about CCW. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because that's... It's kind of a little history lesson. Oh, yeah. We, we talk a lot about that these days. Uh, so, thanks for joining us, and Noah, thanks as always for... Being here, you're no pra- problem. You're practically a regular part of the show I'm, now. So <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm the self-proclaimed co-host of the Four Sides podcast. All right, the fifth side. The Noah fifth Hudson. side. All right, we'll get that shirt made sometime. Yes. <laughs> uh, like us on Facebook, Four Sides. Follow us on Twitter uh, at Four Sides IV. Also on Instagram at Four Sides IV. Uh, check out our T Public. Yep. To get T-shirts, masks, stickers, etc. Uh, make sure you follow us on your select podcast platform, which is probably Spotify. Spotify or Anchor or, or whatever. Anchor. Yeah. Definitely not Breaker Radio. Does it? What is that? What is Breaker Radio? Oh, I'll, tell I don't know. I'll tell you off the air sometime. Fair, fair. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys, for joining us, and we will see you later. Peace out. Yeet.